Geek fans, we are back for another episode of The Raven Geeks. I am your host, Steve Tiemann. I'm Farhan. All right, and we are here today without Jeremy. He is busy. He's in class because we were recording at a slightly different time, but he'll be back next week, and we are here for another week of some news, and then we're going to get into the absolute state of DC because it's a mess at the moment. It sure is. Yes. So real quick, we're just going to do some quick news. Um, Venom got its rating. It's PG-13, it's PG and it's not very long. Which to me doesn't really bode super well. I mean, I didn't really have a whole lot of confidence in it in the first place. Yeah, me either. So I mean, I didn't. For me, a rated R, an R rating was an essential mm-hmm. for this movie to be successful. So the PG thirteen rating is what I'm worried about. Um, I'm not really worried about the runtime either, because I mean, I don't know what the story is. I don't know exactly um, what they're trying to convey here. So I'll wait, and I'm I'm gonna wait and see mode with Venom because mm-hmm. I don't really like to necessarily judge a movie before I see it. So we'll see, but right. I'm not feeling too great about it right now. Yeah, I'm not super optimistic because yeah, it's it's, so, it's Sony continuing to try and play keep away yeah. with all their Marvel stuff from Disney, who can clearly do better. So they're like, yeah. hey, we're gonna do a Craven the Hunter movie. Hey, we're gonna do a Silver Sable movie. Like those those are interesting characters. If you have them in the greater MCU. Yeah, Craven's going to be an interesting one because mm-hmm. his whole backstory is so tied to the fact that he's trying to hunt Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to make a Craven movie without Spider-Man, I'm curious as to how that's going to look. Well, I don't know if it's going to be without Spider-Man, but from what we know right now, Spider-Man, I don't think Tom Holland's character would play a big role in it. Right. Yeah, I don't Why would? I don't even know why you'd make him the lead anyway. You make a Spider-Man movie where Craven's in it. That would it's make a lot opposite. of sense. But, you know, what do but we know? It's Sony, and they don't make sense. So, um, speaking of Marvel, um, tomorrow, actually, Tuesday, we're getting our first trailer for Captain Marvel. Thank God. So, <laughs> real cool. I'm excited for it. We got um, some first look stuff a couple weeks ago that we talked about, the yeah. suit and the scrolls and all that. So, I'm really excited for this. I'm extremely excited. It's going to be nice to actually finally see all this in action. Mm-hmm. This is a... Outside of Avengers 4, obviously, I've exactly. been looking forward to this a lot just because the character of Captain Marvel is something that's been talked about for a while in the MCU. It's a character that's whose name's been thrown around when people say whose character should they do next. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to finally know that that's the next film that we're getting. We're finally about to see at least a little bit of an action with the trailer tomorrow. So I'm excited. Yeah, for sure. I am too. So uh, that's really it for news not related to the main subject. So we're just going to get right into it. DC and Warner Brothers, I guess, but DC in general is just a mess at the moment in their film department. So for those of you who are unaware, this started when negotiations broke down for Henry Cavill to cameo in Shazam as Superman. Okay. And because he couldn't because of a conflict, I don't know what, because The Witcher hasn't started yet, but maybe it was a Mission Impossible thing or something, even though that's come and gone. There was the rumor released that they just straight dropped him from DC and Warner Brothers as Superman. So, like, he's not Superman anymore. To which Twitter exploded. Yeah. And, like, what the heck's going on? And then, like, the next day, or even the day of, his agent was like, she has a Twitter, apparently. And she's yeah, like, everybody just chill. The cape is still in his closet or whatever. So, was he? And then he posted something on Instagram wearing, like, that a was Krypton very shirt. <laughs> Super vague. So, it's just like... Ben Affleck being in or out. So I'm going to extend the Schrodinger title to Schrodinger's Kent along with Schrodinger's Bat because they're they're in and out at any given point. Who knows? So I guess this is just indicative of just like a bigger issue at DC. A very big it's issue. It's just a mess. 
this is uh, an example of trying to catch up way too quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Warner, I think Warner Brothers would have done themselves a much bigger service had they just actually sat down and mapped out what they wanted their cinematic universe to be, how they wanted it to look, where they wanted to story, where they wanted the story to progress. And I feel like they didn't do that. Based on the actions I'm seeing from them, it feels like they're very reactionary. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're very, um, they're trying to please everybody, and in a sense, they're pleasing nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, I've like when Man of Steel first came out, I enjoyed that movie, and I thought the next step, next logical step, would either be to introduce another solo character or Man of Steel two. Right. Instead, they said, "No, we're skipping past all of that, and we're just going to do essentially a Justice League prequel, which is what Batman or Superman was." Mm-hmm. And it flopped. I think mainly critically, it flopped. I think because they didn't put the time and energy into mapping out what they wanted their story to be. They just kind of threw something together. They wanted to introduce Batman as quickly as possible without giving him his own solo movie, which right. was weird. And then throw Wonder Woman in there, throw in a few you know snippets of here or the other Justice League members, and here we have our Justice League, and then we're just going to go right into Justice League right after that. Exactly. That's not how you build a cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. You start with introducing us to what your characters are and how this universe is going to look, and then you go into teaming these characters up and then adding in side characters like Suicide Squad and stuff like that. Exactly. So it they really, really rushed this, mm-hmm. which is, I think, the reason they're in their situation they are right now. Mm-hmm. The fact that we haven't even got an announcement for a Man of Steel 2 yet, to me, is a huge issue. Exactly. Because he is, Superman is your biggest character. You, <laughs> you, you have access to the most iconic comic book character in history. He should be their Iron Man. That's what Captain I'm saying. Like, he should have two movies by now. Man of Steel 2 should have already came out. And I think Justice League should either be coming out either now or next year. It shouldn't have been a movie we already saw. So that's my biggest issue with the DCU is they feel like they tried to rush everything mm-hmm. to try to catch up with Marvel in a sense they put themselves like 12 steps back. Yeah, and that's it was almost it started almost with um, around in 20, right before Civil War came out at like a Comic Con or something, Marvel said, Here's our slate. Mm-hmm. And it was like everything yep. between Civil War and Infinity War because they yep. were just coming off of Ultron. And it was like, What's going to happen next? So they were like, Civil War, all of these other things, introducing new stuff like Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and Black Panther and like offering little snippets of characters we'd seen in between. So, like another Guardians movie, yeah. a thing that Iron Man would show up, it's stuff like that. Yeah. And then like their culminating event and then DC was like wow we only have one out we should really we should we should catch up we should play catch up here like you said mm-hmm. so they jumped right to their civil war yep like BVS in theory could work but the, they threw in the dark knight returns mm-hmm. they threw in death of superman and they threw in just like a bunch of other stuff and like a different lex luthor than what the uh, initial lex luthor should be um and just stuff like that and those things should have been established way before. It's almost like if the MCU had gone Iron Man 1, Civil War, Avengers. <laughs> Avengers, the Avengers, Avengers the first one, people would be so confused. Yes. because Just because of the amount of stuff that's being thrown at you. Civil War and BVS both do that. The difference is we've seen all the stuff in Civil War before. And this has all been set up. We already know yeah. who these characters are. There's no questions about who Wanda is or who Vision is, like, we already know that. Whereas with Batman vs. Superman, they intru- they literally tried to introduce their entire universe in one movie. Yeah, Which, exactly. to the casual movie fan, they're not going to understand that. I barely understood it because I don't really follow DC like that. Mm. So 
and I think they made some severe casting mistakes with Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. As much as I like Jesse Eisenberg, he was a cartoon character in that movie. He was going to be Jimmy Olsen. Really? Mm-hmm. Initially, they were, he was going to be Jimmy Olsen, and they were still going to have Jimmy Olsen killed at the beginning of the movie because they were like, oh, wow, look at this big actor they got for Jimmy Olsen. It's Jesse yeah. Eisenberg. Bang! Dead. <laughs> because Zack Snyder makes Zack Snyder decisions like that. But then that's also another big mistake is having Zack Snyder be the only director for your first three big mm-hmm. movies. That's a huge issue. You mm-hmm. need to diversify. I'm not saying you can't have Zack Snyder direct multiple movies in that universe. Yeah, You've seen sure. Marvel do that. You know, Josh Whedon directed the first two Avengers. Russo Brothers have directed a slate of films. But having literally Zack Snyder has been the only director outside of David Ayer so far. Mm-hmm. And um, Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins. Like he's been the only director so far in the DCU. That's an issue to me. Mm-hmm. So. And that's not even to say that that his like vision can't work because Man of Steel for the most part works like it looks like say what you will about it yeah. but like I tend to think it's fine. There's a few things well, yeah, I don't, I I don't like about it, but yeah, I mean he he had a vision for Superman and he was like, okay, here we go. It's here it is on the screen and it mostly works. So like this isn't the Zack Snyder bashing hour as much as I like to do it. <laughs> But, like, I don't know. They're just going about it. Yeah, there's definitely a, a much different way they could have handled this. Man, We should have gotten Man of Steel 2. We should have gotten a solo Batman film. Obviously, the solo Wonder Woman. We should have gotten Man of We should have gotten, yeah, I just said Man of Steel 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should have also gotten, I think, a Green Lantern solo movie and a Flash solo movie before Justice League was even a concept. They should have, did some off, they should have done some off-the-wall like ordering yeah. with this stuff because the MC, when the MCU launched, they didn't have Spider-Man or the X-Men or Fantastic Four, who were, like, in the comics at that point, where mm-hmm. they were, like, big sellers. So they were, like, sifting through their files of who they still had because they were selling people off, and they were like, Iron Man, let's do it, and, like, do, like, a creative thing with it mm-hmm. and bringing in Robert Downey Jr. and, like, making Iron Man what it was. So DC could have done, like, here's our first movie, Aquaman. Everybody makes fun of Aquaman. Let's mm-hmm. let's put a fun twist on it and make people interested and care about Aquaman. Or we, we saw how, how Wonder Woman worked. This yeah. whole universe should spiral off of Wonder Woman. It could chronologically it would have worked. She would have been the first character. Yeah, exactly. Like, chronologically to be introduced. I my only thing is like I actually from what I just said, you don't even really have to introduce all those characters. You could have really just did Man of Steel 2, Batman, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And then those other characters could have been introduced in Justice League if you really wanted to. Although yeah. you would have had to make Justice League longer, not just a two hour movie where you try to cram in a bunch of stuff that nobody understands. Mm-hmm. So there's just a lot of stuff that once again, I just feel like they really, really rushed this. Like it, it's really hurting their product to the point where if you had just taken just a little bit more time to just map out a plan, because mm-hmm. right now I don't even think they have that. Because we're getting movies introduced about characters I've never heard of yet, still no Man of Steel two. Mm-hmm. So that shows you they don't have a plan because even after um, Suicide Squad came out and everyone was raving about Harley Quinn, the first thing they introduced after or the first thing that they announced after that. Was I think Birds of Prey? I yeah, believe. it was Birds and Birds of Birds of Prey or Harley and Joker, one of yeah. those two. Which I don't know if that was a part of their initial slate, but I'm going to assume it wasn't yeah. <laughs> until gonna, after Suicide Squad came I'm out. I'm just going to look up for the sake of discussion all of the things that DC has announced, and we haven't seen a single thing about because that's another issue. They announce a lot yeah. of things, and then we don't hear about it after that. Because obviously, we're getting Shazam and we're getting Aquaman, mm-hmm. and those look. Either fun or okay. This is going to take way too long to find because this guy that I follow on Twitter announced all of them. But essentially, <laughs> it was like 
it's like a list of like 20 things. It's like the new guy. It's like everything from like the new gods to like, I forgot about new gods. A, like half the bat family. It was like a bat yeah. girl night when we're going to get movies. Um, a Jared Leto Joker movie, a Jared Leto and Harley Quinn movie, a Harley Quinn movie, Birds of Prey, Gotham City Sirens. Gotham City Sirens. That's the other one I was thinking. Of. Oh boy. What else? Cyborg, Flashpoint, The Flash, Green Lantern, Corps. Green Lantern Corps. Uh, just a bunch of stuff like that, yeah. And then Justice League Part Two, and Justice League Part Two eventually. We're going to get at this point, and those are all fine and dandy, and I'm pretty sure with the right writer and like time taken into each of those movies, Mm -hmm. you could have something there. Yeah, anything can work, but just the fact that they're like pumping things out, like, hey, check out all these things that we're doing. We got who did they get for New Gods? The lady who directed Wrinkle in Time. Uh, Ava DuVernay. Yes, they were like, we're gonna have her. Direct new gods, which is like this crazy wild thing that we've never seen in the DC universe because it's where Darkseid comes from or something like that. It's like, okay, and then you hear about it and then you hear nothing else out of it. Yeah, it's a it's a very odd thing that they're doing mm-hmm. um, just because I – and it's not really DC that's only a criminal of this. There have been other studios that have tried to do cinematic universes that have made similar mistakes. Oh, yeah. The Dark um, Universe. Yeah, that's rest exactly in, what I was thinking of. But um, with DC, I think it's more of a crime because of the characters they have at their disposal. Right. You, like, just as much as people love the MCU and rave about the MCU, Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor are nowhere near the level of comic book, um, I guess, cash fame. Fame. Yeah. That Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman are. Yeah, for sure. Like, no, I, I don't care how much money Avengers 4 makes. <laughs> In no world where, in no world will those characters be higher than Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Right. That, that's the holy trinity. So for you to have those characters at your disposal and for you to mess this up so spectacularly mm-hmm. to me is amazing. I, I, I don't understand how you have the three most iconic comic book characters at your disposal, yet you created one of the biggest messes of a cinematic universe mm. I've ever seen. And the fact that they have them... And they're already, there's already talk of Twitter as soon as Cavill was announced that he was out, quote unquote. Yeah. They were like, make Michael B. Jordan Superman. He could be Earth 2 Superman, yeah. who is black. Yeah. But, the, the, but, but he can't be the same Superman you already just introduced. Yeah, you because, have, <laughs> right. Yeah. You've got movies that are ongoing with Henry Cavill. As, as Superman. Superman. Yeah. You can't just, just throw in Michael B. Jordan and be like, oh, hey, Clark. Yeah, it's just, it would, I like, that would just be completely jarring. Mm -hmm. Like, as much as I love Michael B. Jordan, and I think he's a phenomenal actor to the point where he could pull off playing Superman. Yeah. But he he would be playing the same character Henry Cavill already played, which would be the issue. And I've seen quite a few Henry Cavill films, seen quite a few Michael B. Jordan films. They act very differently. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So having them try to play the same character, or having Michael B. Jordan try to play the same character Henry Cavill just played, it just wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. So, I I mean. I think he'd be interesting as. I think his name's Val Zod or something. He's another Kryptonian. Okay. So, like, he's, he's like, the black Superman. And, like, he gotcha. and Clark, like, interact sometimes mm-hmm. in, like, Earth 2 comics or whatever. And that's the other thing. Because now it's not the DCEU. It's the worlds of DC. Mm-hmm. So they can just do whatever. And it's not, doesn't necessarily, necessarily have to be in continuity. That's why we're getting this other Joker movie. Yeah, that's which, also a strange Which we got pictures out decision. of, of Hawking of and Phoenix just kind of. You like sit next to like a giant clown or whatever, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, if you want, that is a route that you can go down. 
but you have to make it clear to the audience who will probably be very confused at what you're doing. Very. Because you're like, wait, wasn't that tall white guy Superman? What happened? I, I like Michael B. Jordan, but why? But that's, what? Not, that's, that's not who that's that's not the not Superman, Superman. just introduced. It's, <laughs> it's a very, it's like I said, it's just a mess. Mm-hmm. And I, as Especially the the whole side Joker movie that was also a strange decision to me, mm-hmm. simply because you have an ongoing Joker right now as we speak. Jared Leto is the Joker as of right now, mm-hmm. like so, it or not. <laughs> yeah, so like it or not, like Jared Leto is the Joker you've introduced, and before we even get a second movie with him being featured in it, we're getting a completely different Joker that's separate. So it's stuff like that to where I just feel like you clearly didn't think this through. You clearly don't have a plan. You're just throwing stuff to the wall, hoping it sticks, and it's not. So now you're panicking. Right. And now you're losing two of your biggest stars. The people who are playing Batman and Superman in your universe, we're questioning whether they're even going to be yeah, still playing in a their characters. State of inner out. Yeah. So, like to me, I I don't know how you drop the ball that big, but somehow Warner Brothers has managed to do it. Mm-hmm. I think the um, one of the big things has been studio interference. That yeah, heard about that a lot, yeah. especially with Justice League. And some studio interference isn't a bad thing. I think people hear the word studio interference, they automatically assume it's negative. Mm-hmm. Like, there have been situations in the MCU where, you know, directors have gone a little off course and Kevin Feige has to come in and say, no, I need you to stick to this. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're telling your directors, hey, we have a plan for this universe, we have a plan on where we want the story to go, and you're kind of veering off of it, that's one thing. If you're going in saying, we want this movie just to be two hours, even if it doesn't make sense for the story, mm-hmm. that's an issue which is where I think what Warner Brothers was doing. Because from my understanding, I don't think Justice League, I think Justice League was intended to be a longer film. And you could tell just by the way the story is told. There's a lot of details in that movie where it goes, well, wait, that doesn't make sense. Why is this being left out? So I think Warner Brothers is trying too hard to kind of micromanage every little single thing when really yeah, you don't absolutely. have to. You you have good directors at your disposal. Patty Jenkins is a good director. David Ayer is a good director. Zack Snyder for the most part, is a good director. He's a competent director. If you let these people do their thing and direct the movie they want to direct, you'll more than likely end up with a good product. Mm-hmm. But it's when you interfere with every little thing they're trying to do, and yeah, it's you know it becomes a train wreck, which is I, I think is actually what happened with Age of Ultron. I was going to say, Marvel learned from that because yeah. of all the stuff with Age of Ultron, and they chased away Edgar Wright from Ant-Man. Yeah. Because the, the studio or... The head of Marvel, who at the time was Ike Perlmutter, who was like the cause of all the early MCU issues for mm-hmm. the most part, he there were like a lot of creative differences. So Edgar Wright was like, "Screw it, I'm done. I'm out." Yeah. And with Ultron, I think they had to keep in the weird Thor cave scene. Yeah. Or else Which Hawkeye's farm would have been cut. Like so, the entire Hawkeye yeah, farm scene. All that would have been cut. Wow. Yep. And. This was the guy who said Black Widow action figures won't sell because she's a woman or something like that. I Perlmutter said that? Something to, to that effect. Mm. And I wonder just, why he's directing just TV now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what else was I going to say? Um, on the topic of Marvel, you kind of touched on it. They have a Kevin Feige figure. There's, like That's the reason that that term is thrown around because mm-hmm. when you have a cinematic universe that's interconnected like this... You need a person you, in charge to run everything. Exactly. You need somebody at the top with a vision who's passionate about the characters isn't just like, oh, yeah, we're just going to crank out a bajillion dollars and it's going to be great. He, mm-hmm. like, has a story. He's got, like, a story, like, tw- 10 years into the future that is, like, being set up with care and, like, the directors are on board with it. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what DC needs. They need somebody to come in who's passionate about the characters, which some argue was Zack Snyder, but then the Warner Brothers execs or whatever messed with him. Mm-hmm. But... You need somebody like that 
to say, okay, movie A, movie B, movie C through to the big team up or whatever. Yeah. And this is, these are the big points you have to hit and you're allowed to have some creativity, mm-hmm. which Marvel learned with people like James Gunn and Ryan Coogler and the Russo brothers. And we got solid movies out of all of them that fit in the overall vision. And that is what DC is lacking, in yeah. my opinion. They're, I think that's the, the main thing. That's the main reason we're having this conversation is because they lack a vision mm-hmm. and they lack stability across that entire, like the, across the entire DC universe. It just lacks stability. Even within the movies they've made, there have been continuity issues where you go, oh, wait, that doesn't make sense if you just already set this up. Mm-hmm. And certain scenes that have been introduced have been just touched on and then not talked about later. So I just think as a whole, even within the films they've already made, just forget about stuff that they haven't made yet. Even within the films they've already made, you can tell there wasn't a plan here because the film itself is just such a mess that I, I can't really tell where you're trying to take the story or what the necessarily what the tone is or like where you're trying to go with this. And as an audience member, especially an audience member who's a comic book fan and who like enjoys superhero films, it's really frustrating to see a studio mess up characters who are so iconic. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a it's a shame. But it is. Um I don't really have a slate for DC beyond I don't think they have a slate for that's it. true. <laughs> I don't think Warner Brothers has a slate but, for DC. So I know so Aquaman is next. Yeah. And then after gotten, that I believe we got we're one trailer. Shazam and Rating then Wonder Shazam. Woman eighty four. Right, Wonder Woman 84 is being shot right now, and the Joker's being shot right now. Which isn't a part of the DCEU. Techni- well, technically it is now because it's Worlds of DC. Okay, but it's not a part of right, it's the not Wonder the, Woman. It's not the main continuity. Okay, it's, it's not, not Henry Cavill gotcha. and Gal Gadot and whatever. Gotcha. So, so yeah, it's a, And I, I think they're still working on the Batman, correct? Even though we don't have a release date somewhere or anything on tw- like for that. Yeah, somewhere on Twitter somebody said Matt Reeves turned in... His first copy of the script okay. for the Batman. The casting is still up in the air. They're looking at everybody from John Hamm to the guy who plays Jon Snow to be Batman. Uh, Don't know why you'd get Kit Harrington to be Batman. <laughs> Maybe a Robin or like a Nightwing or something. That would make sense. Maybe, I'd, I'd like him as Nightwing. But like, I don't know. It's just a, like, what would you what would you do if you had the if you had the keys? I had the key. Well, if I had the keys, Batman would have already been made. Mm-hmm. That would, that movie would have already came out by now. Just because if you're you're setting up a DC universe, Batman needs a like. If we're talking about Batman here, we're not talking about Green Lantern or Flash. We're talking about Batman. Mm-hmm. He needs his own solo movie. That should have already happened. This is true. If anything, that probably would have been. If it weren't for the Christopher Nolan franchise, that probably would have been the the movie I started with was Batman. But since that happened, I understand that going with Superman first. Then I probably would have done Wonder Woman next, Wonder Woman or Batman next, you know, whatever order you want to do in, and then Man of Steel two, and then probably would have gone into if you know if they were worried about having to introduce so many characters before they did their first Justice League movie, I think you could have gotten away with doing Justice League after introducing at least those characters. Right, those characters need to at least be set up thoroughly before you, and I feel like they they rushed Batman through, and I get we already know Batman's origin story, but. Mm-hmm. This Batman is still different from the previous incarnations of Batman we've gotten. So there's a lot about him we don't understand, like, why he's all of a sudden okay with killing people. Right. So I feel like that should have at least been set up so we know at least a little bit about the backstory of this version of Batman before we just head into Justice League. Because I still don't know what this current Batman is or anything about him mm-hmm. other than the fact that he's played by Ben Affleck and he kills people. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like you just should have set up each character so that we know more about them going into your bigger franchise films like Justice League and stuff like that 
instead of me going in and wondering. Because the entire time I was watching Justice League, I was wondering, I wish I knew more about Aquaman. I wish I knew more about Flash. I wish I knew more about Cyborg. I wish Green Lantern was in this movie. Mm -hmm. So I was focused on everything other than the story they were trying to tell, which if your audience is watching a film and asking all those questions, that's an issue. Right. So Yeah, I think... This this is assuming we're keeping Man of Steel, okay. right? Yeah. Okay, so if we keep Man of Steel, in Man of Steel, you see him, like, trash a Wayne satellite. Mm-hmm. So you could cut, you could open the next movie very similarly to BVS, where it's, like, the Metropolis fight. Yeah. But you see it from the point of view of Batman mm-hmm. in, like, a, a control room of some sort, and he sees, yeah. like, cameras just going out mm-hmm. from being thrown through buildings or whatever. So that second movie could be Batman, where he's, like... I would I would make him different than Ben Affleck's characterization. I'd be like, I'd I would have him do actual like detective work. Like, who is this guy? What is this guy? That's what deal? I was hoping for in BVS actually, and I was disappointed that we mm-hmm. never got. So you get a combination of some comic book accurate Batmaning mm-hmm. with him like finding out who Clark is, mm-hmm. and then they don't do the whole Dark Knight Returns fight with a big power suit because I feel like that could be a good thing down the road. Yeah, when you have two established characters that you care about punching each other. Yeah. I like, think Batman or Superman actually could have been still the movie leading into Justice League. I just don't think it should have been the second exactly. movie in this universe yeah, that we there got. Yeah, sh- there should have been, like, a big gap. Yeah, between Man of Steel and then Batman or Superman. There should have been Man of Steel, a Batman movie, maybe a Wonder Woman movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you want to throw in... Chuck like in a, a Flash or... Maybe, maybe if you want to throw in Flash or Aquaman or Green Lantern, whatever. Mm-hmm. But we at least should have gotten a Batman solo movie and Wonder Woman before we got... Batman versus Superman. Agreed. Because I was as much as I enjoyed watching Batman and Superman fight on screen, I didn't feel invested at all because I felt like I didn't know about I didn't really know a whole lot about this iteration of Wonder Woman or this iteration of Batman. I just knew that it was Wonder Woman and Batman. Mm-hmm. So I, I just feel like that could have been handled a lot better. Yeah, agreed. Um, what do you want to see now that we have like back to the the current timeline? Now that yeah. we have everything that we've gotten, what would you like to see? Um, I I actually do like what I'm saying now, the fact that they're actually doing each character solo film, because that's what I was hoping for. I wanted to know more about this current Aquaman or this current Flash. I'm still waiting for a Man of Steel 2, if we'll ever get it. I don't know. Um, But I want, as of right now, I kind of want them to push all other side characters on the back burner. Mm-hmm. All Harley Quinn movies, New Gods, Suicide Squad 2, all that stuff is fine and dandy. We don't need it right now. Mm-hmm. What we need right now is to establish the main characters who are going to carry your universe into the future. That's Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Green Lantern, Cyborg, Flash. Possibly, if those are the ones you're rolling with. Yeah, if that's your seven. If that's your, if that's your group, we need to know more about those characters. Those characters need to be set up to the point where when you do your next team-up movie, we're not asking questions on who these people are. We already know that, so you can just go straight into the story and you know tell whatever story you want to do instead of having to spend time to explain who Aquaman is and Flash is while also trying to team them up. So that's what I would want to see. I would want all these other side characters they've said they're making movies of, push them to the back burner. Mm-hmm. You can make those movies some other time when you have a more established universe, which you don't have right now. Right. I would even say they could get up they could get a leg up on Marvel and have a really interconnected thing if they push it if they push the side stuff to their their streaming service. They could. Because we're getting Titans, which is gonna be probably awful. And yeah, they're it gonna they're gonna do like a Either Swamp Thing or Man Thing, whichever one DC owns, that's going to be on there. Okay. And they're doing Doom Patrol, which is all these side teams. Those Suicide Squad on there. 
do like a, a low budget John Wick style Nightwing that thing. Would be dope. That'd be sweet. And that's like, to me, that's a, that's a good avenue to do to explore some of these lower lower um lower powered Gotham centric mm-hmm. heroes because they announced a lot of those. They had like Batgirl and Nightwing and all these teams in Gotham. That's a perfect place to do that. Mm-hmm. And you can say, haha, Marvel, we have a more connected universe than you because you guys don't care about your Netflix stuff with Daredevil and all that. Yeah, it's it's uh, there's a lot of things that they could have done that would have helped this universe to be a lot better than that. I feel like just a few things they had done differently, we'd be talking very differently about the DCEU than we are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, I didn't even mention the fact that the Rock has been cast as Black Adam for like five years now, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's not even going to be in the upcoming Shazam. We still don't know if he's even going to appear as Black Adam. That's so right. You just forgot about it. Is my I point just, exactly? Yeah. So it's just introducing stuff and then not doing anything with it. I think is their main issue because it just once again shows they don't have any sort of direction or idea of where they want to take this. Which, if you're going to create a cinematic universe, you need. Mm-hmm. You can't create a cinematic universe that's going to tell a story from start to finish if you don't know what the story in between start to finish is going to be. So, it's trying to just throw stuff together and hope it sticks is not going to work. It's not how you build a universe. Not how you build characters. Not how you get the audience to care about your characters. You need to set each character up. Tell us what their backstory is. Even if you already know the backstory, at least mm. give us an idea of who this specific version of that character is. Right. And then move on, and then you can introduce your side characters or, you know, lesser-known characters if you want to. But trying to just jumble everything together and throw it onto a wall and hope you make money off of it, it's it's not going to work. Yeah, exactly. So. What was I going to say? Something about... Yeah, and they and they keep announcing that things that are going to start moving forward, like the Batman, which is which moved, like, a step forward. But, like, the Flash went through. It's the Flash. Then it was Flashpoint. Now it's just Flash Does again. Does it even have a director? I don't, think, I don't oh, think so. Wow. And that was supposed to be, like, 2018 or 2019. Yeah, I was about to say, that's supposed to be, like, soon. Yeah, so. And step one. Green Teach Lantern Force is supposed to come out in, like, 2020, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. And we haven't heard absolutely anything. Haven't heard boo. Wow. Nope. So, step one, teach Ezra Miller how to run. Step two... <laughs> Everything that we just said. Competent directors, competent writing, stop studio, lessen the studio interference, get a, get a vision guy, Yeah, and just go nuts. Yeah, and They I, have arguably a better comic book universe than Marvel. It's been around, I think, longer, and the comics have been better more consistently. Yeah, least, and the characters are just more iconic. Yeah, exactly. Like, people know who Superman is. People know who Batman is. People know who Wonder Woman is. Mm-hmm. Before 2008... I barely knew who Iron Man was. Me I just knew he was a character that existed. People thought he was a no- robot. I knew nothing about him. I didn't know who Doctor Strange was, really. Nope. I knew Black Panther, kind of. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot of these characters I didn't know, and now they're stars because Marvel yeah. created... They created stars out of B and C level characters. People know who the freaking Guardians of the Galaxy are now. I was just going to say. But in- you guys can't make a competent Batman movie? Like, that just that doesn't make sense to me. Like, Marvel can create two Guardians of the Galaxy movies... But you guys, before you guys can even get a Batman movie off the ground. Exactly. Like, that baffles me. In the current year, people care more about the Vision and Groot than they, they do, do about Superman Batman. and Batman. That's exactly. crazy. That's weird. That is wild. I, never in my life when I thought did I think we would see this day yeah. where the Vision and Groot and Rocket Raccoon are making more money at the box office than Batman and Superman. That baffles it's me. crazy. 
So it just shows you how much they've mismanaged this entire universe, the fact that we could actually say that and it'd be a fact. Mm-hmm. So they need to diversify their directors. They need to create a plan. Yep. They need to start actually spending time and actually getting us to care about each one of these characters individually instead of just trying to throw them into a movie and say, oh, hey, look, Batman and Superman Wonder Woman are a movie together. Mm-hmm. You've already seen that before. You need to give us more than that now. Yep. So one last get a plan, thing. DC. Yeah. One last thing I'd love to see. I want to see a Batman Beyond movie. With uh, Michael Keaton as old Bruce Wayne. Okay, see, now you sold me. It'd be so cool. That I actually want to see. I don't know a whole lot about uh, Batman Beyond other than Bruce Wayne's old and now he's mentoring somebody. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but that would be down the line if they can get their act together, yeah. something that could be pretty interesting like, to explore. I don't know anything about that, but like just that idea of just seeing, because like, we saw Michael Keaton mm-hmm. as an old, uh, related to a superhero character. He was the vulture. <laughs> yeah. That was really good. And he's been, he's been Bruce Wayne. You could even set it in that universe. Just to make it a little bit wacky. You but could. Like, you could act the hell out of that. At this point, you might as well. Might as well, You gotta yeah. do something to get people back yeah. in good graces. That'd be so cool. I'd love that. Don't know who you'd cast as oh, the, new, no the new Batman. What I, it, Terry McGinnis, I think his name is. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't I don't have a Tom Holland. Yeah, <laughs> Tom, the only, there you go. It's the only casting I have in he mind He can be right everybody. Now. But yeah, that's... I think that's about it for uh, what's, what's, what's wrong with and how we would fix the... DC excruciating universe that the E stands for. But yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to think that I have a bit of optimism going forward because I do Shazam and like Aquaman. They're, they're kind of going toward the yeah. right path. And if all they got to do is just say, man of steel two is coming. Here's a director. Cause like people were like Matthew Vaughn for a little bit. Yeah. That'd be sweet. That and would now be we awesome, have Superman actually. who's actually nice at the end of justice league. <laughs> and you could just like, it'd be like fun and like hopeful, mm-hmm. and, like everything Superman's supposed to be. Just do that. Yeah. Just do that. No, yeah, they. I I am have optimism going forward for the DCEU mm-hmm. if they just switch some things around. Mm-hmm. I th- I'm optimistic about Aquaman, Shazam, Wonder Woman eighty four. I think those are all going to be solid films. I could be wrong, but from what I see, I have hope for those. So I don't think the DCEU is completely doomed. Mm-hmm. I do think they're somewhat doomed though. A if, little bit. If they don't completely get, if they lose their Batman and Superman and don't really have a plan after that, then you, you yeah. can't recover from that. If you don't scrap have your, it. Yeah, if you don't have over. your top two, like, people, mm-hmm. then what's the point? Yeah. So. I'd like to think that Cavill's not out completely. I don't think I'd he like is I'd like to think yet, that, but, but you never know. But, yeah, that should do it for the main segment. So, real quick, are you reading or playing or watching anything of note? Um, I am soon going to get started on Iron Fist just because I have mm. nothing else on Netflix to watch. I already finished Orange is the New Black. Season so, 2, I heard, is alright. Uh, yeah, I need, a, I need a new show to watch, so I'm probably going to get started on Iron Fist soon. And I've officially finished Assassin's Creed Origins. And? Finally. Um, not bad. It wasn't necessarily the ending I was thinking it was going to go to, but mm-hmm. a solid installment. We actually actually have like a character outside of the Animus to be attached to now, which I liked. Cool. Because the previous Assassin's Creed games after, like, the games between, like, Assassin's Creed 3 and, like, up till now have just been, you're just in the Animus. Occasionally we'll touch on stuff going on in the, like, real world, but other than that, you're just in the Animus and what's going on on the outside where we're going to ignore. Gotcha. But in this game, they actually, like, kind of brought it back to that, which I enjoyed. So, excited to play the next one, which comes out October 5th or 8th. Something like that, yeah. So Right around Venom time. Yeah, so I will be be letting you guys know how that is. Cool. Well, I beat Spider-Man. Already? Yeah, I played a lot. It's <laughs> oh also not God. well. the The main story, if you do just the main story, it's not too terribly long. Okay. But it was really great. 
when I said it, I feel like it's about to kick off, it did very shortly thereafter. The Sinister Six broke out. Okay. And there were some sweet boss fights. Um, I fought the Rhino and Scorpion at the same time. And I fought Electro and Vulture at the same time. You fight Doc Ock at the end, and it's a sweet boss fight. And you, okay. get, a, you get a sweet suit that he like builds to fight Doc What's Ock. What's your favorite suit to use? I think it's still... Um, well, I like the Stark suit still, the homecoming suit. Yeah. Iron Spider's cool. Um, I got, there's, there's side missions where you follow Black Cat because she's in the city and she's like stealing stuff and you're like, what are you up to? Blah, blah, blah. And you find her hideout and she like made a suit for you and it's called the dark suit and it's, uh, it's black. It's got a red spider on it and like red, like outlines around the eyes. And I use that for all my stealth and like night stuff. And that's really cool. Okay. And honestly, the suit that's on the cover. It's a cool suit. I like it. The white spider. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. So I'm going through now a little slower. I'm going to 100% it. I'm going to get back into Uncharted because I stopped abruptly in Uncharted 3 because <laughs> Spider-Man came out. And um, I'm all caught up on The Good Place, which I found out season three is coming real soon. Oh, bet. So perfect. It's it's good. It's good. And good? Not great, just good? No, I really, I actually really like it. Okay. Um, the twist was, wasn't where I thought it was going to go because... Mm-hmm. This show is like it thrives on like the twists because mm-hmm. like you don't you don't know what's gonna happen because it's like oh they're in the good place, but then there's a twist and I don't really want to spoil it because if anybody is interested in watching it, go watch it and don't read anything about it. Okay, like that's it's just, yeah it's crazy, and season three is coming real soon, and I think last week somebody it might have been Jeremy who was like. It doesn't really seem like a nerdy thing to watch, so people might not be interested in it. They had a Comic Con panel, so it's, it's, it's <laughs> so sort it's of in that the, wheelhouse. It's in the vein, I'll defend kind of. it. I'll defend it on that aspect. If they have a Comic Con panel, then it's yeah. somewhat in the vein, kind yeah. of. It's really good. Kristen Bell's great. Ted Danson's great in it. Okay. His glorious white hair, but I would absolutely recommend that. It's it's real good stuff. It's real good TV. I'll have to check it out. And season point. three comes out at the end of this month, I think, twenty third or the twenty seventh. Oh, something. so you don't got too long to wait. Yeah, no. I did it perfect time. Perfect time. So, um, and I watched Hot Fuzz again because I love that movie it's so a good much. Movie. Cornetto's great. We should talk about the Cornetto trilogy sometime. But yeah, I think that'll do it. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Raving Geeks. You find us basically everywhere podcasts are available iTunes, um, everywhere else. And you can find us on our website, which is cm life.com. And until next time, geek fans, same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs>